0: Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Cincinnati, Ohio with my new friend Tyler Weaver of RelentlessFinances.com. Tyler went to college in Cincinnati, moved away for a couple years, then came back to start his business and invest in the local community. He loves how the city continues to evolve while maintaining a low cost of living. In this episode, Tyler and I talk about attending the Bunbury Music Festival, eating Skyline Chili, and shopping at Finley Market. You'll hear about these three amazing experiences and so much more. If you know someone interested in visiting Cincinnati, I'd love it if you shared this episode with them. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Cincinnati. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Acorns is one of my favorite apps because it helps me invest spare change automatically. Every time I make a purchase with a registered debit or credit card, the transaction is rounded up to the next dollar. Then, Acorn invests these roundups in my personalized portfolio. Plus, when you shop at participating retailers or service providers, you can earn additional found money to invest in your future. Examples of current and previous partners include DoorDash, Liberty Mutual, Macy's, and FedEx. I've been using Acorns for years and love how much money I've saved up from all these small investments. Sign up using my referral link at wetravelthere.com forward slash acorns to start saving today. Hey, Tyler, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Doing great. So awesome to have you on the show. Today we're going to be talking about Cincinnati, Ohio. It's a city that's actually not that far from me in Nashville, and I'm looking forward to be able to go out there and hang out and catch a ball game this summer. And so it's going to be good to have you on here to share some of your tips before we make our trip.
1: Yeah, sounds great. So what's your connection to Cincinnati? So I moved here for college. I uh, went to University of Cincinnati. I actually left for a little while, moved to California, and then came back because it's uh, such a great city. Right on. So what actually keeps you there in Cincinnati? I think it's it's really kind of the depth. They've got a good vibe, and it's got a lot of sports teams, a lot of, um, a lot of interesting stuff. A lot of it might... Individually, probably isn't the reason, but it's kind of the collection of everything. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And this year you guys had a, had a great year with Cincinnati
0: Bengals, almost won the Super Bowl. And we were just talking before we started that it was such a cool uh, situation that actually the government gave like the day off of school for the kids like the next day after after the Super Bowl. So that's really cool.
1: Yeah. It was a big celebration. The The energy in the city was definitely noticeable. Everyone had a bunch of orange lights. All the skyscrapers, you know, lit themselves up orange. It was just a very uh, exciting time in the city.
0: I love it because I, I love sports. I love going to all the different uh, stadiums and, and uh, games everywhere. And it's, it's cool when you go to cities like that, that you really embrace all their sports teams, especially because the Bengals hadn't been. Was that the first time they ever been to the Super Bowl, or it's just been a long time? It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Okay. So let's not bore the people that don't really care about sports uh, before they turn off the, the episode here. If you had to describe the city or the people of Cincinnati in just one or two words, uh, how would you do that?
1: Right now, it's definitely hopeful. Like I feel like there's just this excitement of moving forward and, and kind of growing. And there's been a lot of investment in the city uh, over the last 10 years. And it's it's definitely an exciting time to be in Cincinnati. Oh, that's fantastic. So
0: if you're planning a trip to Cincinnati, like what's the weather like throughout the year? And are there certain times of the year that like, maybe they want to plan that trip around that?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's a classic, like four season kind of climate where, you know, it's got pretty warm summers, cold in the winter, got some snow, not much, but it's got some snow. I would recommend late summer to fall as far as there's typically the most stuff is going on around town in that, that time period. And I think that's the most agreeable weather to most people. And just just a lot going on in, in kind of those two seasons.
0: And for sure. And you know, if you are a sports fan, like obviously that's the end of the baseball season. So you got the Cincinnati Reds. Hopefully they're in a pennant race. And it's the it's the beginning of the football season, right?
1: Yeah. And we've also got soccer. That's a new development. We've got a soccer team that they just built a new stadium for, and that's a very cool stadium to come check out too. Oh, cool.
0: And then are there are there any major colleges there that because obviously college football is pretty big.
1: So, I mean, there's the University of Cincinnati. And Xavier, is an, Xavier is a much smaller school, but they are pretty heavy in their sports as well.
0: They normally do really awesome in, in basketball. I know.
1: Yes, they are uh, pretty good at basketball, especially like compared to the actual size of the school. Oh,
0: sure. They call it like playing above your weight, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what about like other like festivals or, or concerts or you know things like that that happen throughout the
1: year? So there's Bunbury, and that's in June. It's a music festival that they they do along the river. There's a really nice river scape like park area along the river, so that's cool to come and you can kind of experience that.
0: Is that like a public concert type of thing, or is it like you have to buy tickets and like?
1: you buy tickets and it's um they have a lot of performers there so it's kind of like the entire weekend music festival
0: so it's kind of like a Coachella or you know Bonnaroo that's here in Nashville those type of things
1: mm-hmm. it's very much like that same style i would say it's probably much smaller than those but it's definitely big enough that it's, there will be some headliners that everyone knows oh fantastic yeah and then in september they've got Oktoberfest and this year is actually the largest Oktoberfest in the world because the Munich one was canceled. So there's the little claim to fame for it. But it's that's a fun event where it's basically the entire city has various nods to it as well. So, like, even if you don't go to the actual event, there will be specials at bars and little celebrations throughout the city as well. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And then. In October, there's my favorite is uh, Blink. And that's where they do a bunch of like, it's at night. They light up cities with like, or the city and the buildings. They do projection mapping where they'll have like motion art on the buildings. You can sit and watch. They probably have a few different ones per building that they light light up. So you can sit there and watch one kind of play out. And then they'll do another, like there'll be a different artist that set up something and they also have along the street there's various interactive art displays most of it's light based but there's all kinds of other things that are going on so that's a really cool festival of art to go check out is
0: that just for like one night or a
1: weekend or is that like a whole week uh, long type of event Uh, just one weekend and it's very busy when we go down there it's just it's kind of packed you, you walk through and there's uh clusters of areas and and uh it's throughout downtown but there's definitely like certain areas that they've kind of focused like and, and kind of like a an unofficial route that you could walk to connect to all these different things and there's there's like a map that shows where everything is and experience it how you know whichever order you want to
0: Oh, that's really cool! I'm always looking for fun events like that that are family friendly. Probably sounds like it's kind of like a free thing because obviously you can't really charge for the sky, right?
1: <laughs> yes, it's it's free. I mean, the only thing you you gotta pay for parking because good luck finding free street parking when there's a million people coming to downtown to oh wow <laughs> to check it out over the weekend. But other than you know parking, and then yeah, you probably want to get dinner down there or something so that you're not you know, spend some time down there but the event itself is free which is nice and there's plenty to do
0: well cool and we'll we'll talk about transportation since you mentioned parking we'll talk about transportation in a minute and then also talk about supporting some of the local restaurants and other businesses as well so if we're going to come for blink or or bunbury or Oktoberfest or any of the other different events that are going on in, in cincinnati obviously we're going to fly into the main airport that's there when we get to the airport getting into the city Is there public transportation or do we rent a car, just take an Uber? What's the best way to get from the the airport to the city? And then once we get to our hotel, how do we get around?
1: Okay, so the city is a very – it's a car city. They've got like a bus system and stuff. But for the most part, you're going to want to use cars or ride sharing. If you're going to one of these festivals or one of these events and you're staying downtown, you can probably get away with just walking around downtown and maybe using – Uber or Lyft, you know, to go to maybe a further away thing. And if you're going downtown, there's also a streetcar that connects downtown over the Rhine and the banks, which are a couple miles apart from each other in total. But those are kind of very event centric or something that you'd go to, like if you were a tourist and you're coming to the town. So that's very useful for that. If you wanted to go to maybe some of the other things around, town though there's very low probability that they're walkable or close to that so if it's a car city obviously
0: during blink there's a lot of traffic and parking is hard to come by but like just if you get there on a a normal weekend something like that is parking pretty easy to to find and, and relatively affordable or is it i know in la you know it was like 40 50 bucks a day for for parking there
1: yeah i mean outside of probably like the big hotels and you know what they charge you for parking with their valet service or whatever. It's pretty affordable. You know, it's probably under $10, $10, you know, outside of like, if you're going to the Reds game and you're trying to park at the closest parking garage, everything else is pretty reasonable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For the, the parking for the Reds game may be more than the ticket for the game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but then if you park, you know, just a few blocks away, it's not that expensive and it's pretty reasonable.
0: Yeah, that's the, I think that's kind of the same thing at, at pretty much every stadium. You're paying for that convenience. That's for sure. Right.
1: Right. Now, when we're, we're picking out a hotel
0: to stay while we're there in, in Cincinnati, are there any neighborhoods that we need to avoid or are there any like hotels that you recommend where it's like, Hey, this is like right near all the action, right near all the different fun events that you're going to want to attend to?
1: Yeah. So I don't know if there's necessarily neighborhoods that you want to avoid as far as, you know, the hotels, cause they're kind of probably just, they don't exist in those neighborhoods. But the 21C Hotel downtown is real, real cool. It's in the, an art museum, and it's pretty well integrated with it. And there's a a, a really nice uh, restaurant at, at that hotel as well. Yeah, before I moved here to Nashville, I'd never heard of 21C, but I guess it's kind of popular
0: here in the Midwest. I, I first learned about them when I did our... Uh, one of my first interviews for Bentonville, Arkansas, and they just have like a, such a cool concept where it's, like you said, that the integration of art and hotel, it's almost like you're living in an art museum.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a nice, nice experience, a little kind of boutique. I don't know how many locations there are, but it's definitely a kind of Midwestern. Was there one in Nashville as well?
0: I think they're working on one. I don't think there's one here yet.
1: It's pretty cool. I like it. There's also, you know, the Hilton, the one downtown is called Netherland Plaza, and it's in the Carew Tower, which is the, I don't think it's any longer the tallest building in Cincinnati, but used, historically it has been. And it's got the Palm Court Restaurant inside, which is a kind of fine dining. It's a typical place where people in Cincinnati might go for like an anniversary celebration or something like that. And it's very, very good, good place to stay. What type of food do they have? like fine dining American kind of cuisine. So, you know, like a be a place you'd go get a steak or like a nice fish or seafood meal. Okay. Uh, Any other hotel recommendations? There's like the Hyatt Regency downtown and the AC by Marriott on the banks. And the the AC is probably, if you're going for a game or some, some event like Bunbury that's along the river, it's got the location. So kind of regardless of the hotel experience, you're right in that. Mix if you're going to trying to get the Reds game or any of the events along along the river. All right, that sounds like a lot of fun. What are some of the other attractions that we should make sure we do while we there in Cincinnati? There's Kings Island, which is it's not in the downtown area. It's a uh, amusement park. It's probably about 25 minutes north of the city. It's very family friendly, of course, for an amusement park. But pretty well known for their roller coasters and their rides like that. Over the last five years they've really been stepping up their food offerings so they've got it's actually pretty good to go there just to get something to eat they've got a barbecue place in there um various food offerings the museum center it used to be the train station and they've converted it to a history museum a children's museum a natural history museum and that's a lot of fun to go with with the family and check that out Obviously, we've got major league sports. So we've got the Reds game, the you know go to football game or go to like a soccer soccer match. There's also what's called a uh, Finley Market. And that's a, a big market. And you can go there and they've got various vendors and various food stalls. There's our, a Euro place and it's definitely a good place to go to get something to eat. And then it's been growing lately. So outside of that, along it for like a few blocks there's various other restaurants that have been moving into the area that's a great place to, to go to hang out
0: okay yeah i think that sounds like with, with my family anyways my kids like certain things you know i like my favorites and then my, my wife she likes her favorites and and so i think with the market like that you're going to have a lot of different variety so everybody can kind of get whatever they like and then we can all sit together right
1: yeah you can do something like that or you can kind of go from one place to another and just get like a single thing and kind of share it and uh, kind of move from one place to the other. It's definitely a good progressive meal type scenario as well. Like kind of just get ice cream from this place. Well, that's backwards, but, you know, (laughs) get get a sandwich from here, get ice cream from that place, get you a dessert or, you know, like a crepe or something and kind of just move from one to the other and everyone kind of gets what they were looking forward to. Nice. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's okay. You know, sometimes you got to start
0: off with a dessert and work your way backwards <laughs> on, on the meals. You know, I mean, we've, uh, we've always been like those parents where, you know, Hey, if you want dessert, that's fine, but you got to make sure you, you eat your uh, other good foods too, you know? So
1: the ice cream place is actually at the very
0: entrance of it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just to torture the parents as they walk through. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's good though for, if you got kids, cause you can just be like, Hey, look, here's the ice cream. Check it out! We've got all these things. We make good choices when we leave. We'll stop by here. Uh,
0: you're, you're probably a better parent than I am. I think <laughs> you got that. You got that down fat. Uh, I'd be like, "Okay, kids, go ahead and have the ice cream." My wife may give me the side eye, you know, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so before we kind of jump into the final countdown, if we were getting ready to go out, you know, obviously there's a lot of things to do there in Cincinnati. So maybe like, you're going to have like a full day. Uh, where would we go for, the, for breakfast? So That way we can get a good meal and then basically be ready to go for, for the entire day.
1: If you're staying downtown, one of my favorite places to go is a place called Sleepy Bee Cafe. It's downtown and they've got a few other locations. So there's also one in Oakley and there's one in Blue Ash. It's a great place to get breakfast. They've got lots of specialty pancakes with uh peanut butter and honey or just interesting combinations that you wouldn't necessarily think of. It's kind of a, a good mix of like healthy and, and gourmet, but also not healthy. So you can kind of <laughs> get whichever direction you want to go. And if you've got multiple people there, like, you know, somebody could get the full on Health meal, and somebody can get pancakes. So <laughs> it's a good option to have multiple different directions you can kind of take it.
0: I'll definitely be getting the pancakes. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's vacation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then say if we're out and about, I've been really into barbecue since we moved here to Nashville. Any good places for like barbecue or ribs or something like
1: that? Yeah. So there's a place called Bee's Barbecue in Madisonville, and it's a very small little shop, and they've got ribs. And their brisket is – probably don't want to throw it in and say it's better than in Texas, but I, I think so.
0: Nice. I'm definitely going to be hitting that up for, for sure. Well, right on. well, Tyler, I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips for Cincinnati. I learned a lot, and I can't wait to go visit there this summer and catch a ball game and, and check out some of these places. Now it's time for the final countdown. So if somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Cincinnati, where should they go and what should they eat?
1: They should probably get a skyline and get you know, the iconic – cincinnati chili and get either a three-way or um cheese coney all
0: right so can you explain what the what the three-way means or the, or the cheese coney
1: yeah yeah so a, a three-way it's spaghetti chili and cheese but they also have a four-way and a five-way which is just adding onions or beans or both so a five-way would have onions and beans a four-way you get a pick whether it's onions or beans Oh okay, all right,
0: yeah, that's definitely uh, dangerous. I think if you're getting if you get
1: on the plane afterwards, um. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the chili is it's not what most people would think of as chili. It's more of like a meat sauce. Okay, so it's like it's all the same consistency. It's not like there's you know one bite you get some beans, the other bite you get onion. Like unless you get those placed you know afterwards, it's just like a meat and seasoning. Consistency. Oh, okay, okay. Then where would we go for one of those Skyline dogs? It's a restaurant called Skyline, and they're everywhere. There's one in every neighborhood. About. Oh, okay. So it's more like a like a local chain. Yeah, and then there's there's competition. So there's like the Cincinnati style chili. There's all kinds of like chili parlors throughout the city. Skyline's the chain one. Okay, that makes sense. And I, I heard something called like a trailer park dog. Yeah. So there's a there's a restaurant called Senate, and that's in um, Blue Ash. And they've got fancy hot dogs. So they've got trailer park dog, which is like, uh, it's got crushed up potato chips on top of it and coleslaw and bacon. It's kind of a hot mess of a hot dog, but it is (laughs) amazing. And they also have poutine there that is probably the best poutine in the city.
0: Oh, wow, yeah, we tried poutine for the first time when we went to a ski trip up in Montreal and my son absolutely loved it. First he looked at me weird, (laughs) <laughs> when I brought it to him and then he took a bite and he's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like Cincinnati has, they're trying for that honorary Canadian card. They, they've really embraced poutine at the various restaurants around town. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool.
0: So, okay. So you've been been—you've been here in Cincinnati for, for quite a while now. What's one of your most memorable stories of being in the city?
1: I mean, honestly, like Blink is is pretty great experience of the, of the city like it's it's so so much fun like the city everyone's excited for it around downtown and everything so just just going there has been one of the most memorable experiences No, nah, that sounds amazing
0: fireworks shows are, are normally really cool and everything but when you get like those synchronous lights and you get the drones in there and, and all those other things it's just it's like mind-blowing how they can coordinate all that
1: yeah it's it's very fun and it's also kind of like this intellectual experience too, where you kind of get to experience all this different art of all these different people that are putting it together. Absolutely. Now,
0: speaking of good times and fun experiences, uh, where's the happiest happy hour in Cincinnati? So I
1: if the weather's nice, I like to go... There's a bike trail that goes from downtown. It goes all the way up to Columbus, but it's centered around a neighborhood called Loveland, or it's, I guess it's technically its own city. But there are a bunch of restaurants and bars along the bike trail and one of them is called trail yard i like to go out there and go out to the patio and get a beer and a snack
0: no, that sounds fun i mean it's nothing like being able to sit down enjoy a nice beer in, in the warm sun get that fresh air and then imagine what it's like to be working out with all these other people and <laughs> you're drinking a beer and, <laughs> and eating the bar food you
1: know but you can walk the trail too so like you can walk from one bar down to the next one and you get some exercise walking so you can feel good about it yeah there you go really you're just going on a hard crawl
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you you can like mentally justify it to yourself you know speaking of mentally justifying uh food choices one of the things i always do whenever i travel is check out local pizza what's the best place for pepperoni pizza in cincinnati
1: i really like uh, goodfellas like they got pizza by the slice there and they've got a really good pepperoni pizza
0: so is it one of those places that has like kind of like a display case and you can kinda just pick and choose what you like?
1: Yes. You can also order entire like a full pizza. So like their pizza by the slice is an enormous pizza. You can buy a full one of those too. <laughs> <laughs> like share it with you if you got a big family or you're there with friends and that that's just like the scale of it's pretty fun.
0: Oh wow, that's really awesome. There's a place in LA that we used to go to called Big Mamas and Papa's. And the big mama pizza was 36 inches. And so you buy a slice and it's like 18 inches. So it was pretty massive. You just get one slice and you're totally full with that.
1: Yeah, it's not that massive, but it's still fun.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds really cool. It sounds like a really good place because, you know, I eat pepperoni wherever I go. My wife is like, okay, I'm tired of that. I need something with a little more variety, a little more gourmet. So it sounds like a good place for her as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it kind of goes back to the uh, Finley market where everyone can kind of get what they want. Except it's all just pizza. (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) That's just how we roll sometimes. So if somebody's traveling to Cincinnati or maybe traveling all over the place, what's one of your best travel tips?
1: So I really like just trying to find a a cool and interesting Airbnb to stay at various places. Yeah, I'm actually going to have my first Airbnb experience this weekend
0: because normally I like the consistency of a hotel. And I'm frugal and I want to use my hotel points and everything. But we're going to a soccer tournament for my son. We got a bunch of people on the team and everything, so it's just easier to have all of us under the one roof and everything like that. So, wish me luck. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be good. I heard a lot of great experiences. I've also heard people have like bad experiences, and so I'm my fingers are crossed that it's going to be it's going to be awesome because it look the room itself looks amazing.
1: I would vote that it's probably going to be a good experience for you. I have a couple Airbnbs myself that I, I host. Oh, cool. Yeah, actually, give me the links. We'll make sure we
0: include them in the show notes. And that way, if anybody wants to stay and and kind of support you, then that's an option for them.
1: Yeah, that sounds great.
0: Right on. Well, cool. Again, Tyler, I really appreciate you coming on to the show and sharing all those
1: amazing tips. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I am a a home builder in the Cincinnati area. And I also have a uh, personal finance blog called Relentless Finances, where I uh, discuss various personal finance Things mostly relating to investing in real estate and fix and flip businesses and things like that. Nice.
0: We'll, we'll definitely make sure we include links to that in the show notes so that way if anybody wants to reach you uh, and reach some of your content, uh, if somebody has a question about home building, your website, or about just Cincinnati in general, what's the best way for them to reach you on social media?
1: Probably Twitter. I am uh, Weaver TJ is my handle on there. I also, if you're interested in my blog... That's where I post when I make a new article. Well, cool. Again, it's great great meeting you.
0: Look forward to be able to hopefully be able to meet you when we come out there for a game. And uh, we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. All right, sounds great. What an awesome conversation with Tyler. I can't wait to visit this summer to catch a ball game with my family. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Cincinnati. We want to say thank you to Acorns for being today's affiliate partner. With Acorns, you can invest spare change automatically on every purchase that you make. Plus, you can earn found money by shopping at participating retailers. This is a great way to easily build up your travel fund. For a limited time, when you sign up at wetravelthere.com forward slash Acorns, we'll both earn $5. Join us next time as we head to Perth, Australia to speak with my new friend Amanda Kendall of nadaballerina.com In this episode, Amanda and I talk about attending the Fringe Festival, seeing quokkas on Rottnest Island, and exploring Kings Park. We to join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations.